0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the
1: canal. We're Pat. Uh, And people want to hate on him, but like, Matt Ryan was a generational talent. Like, say what you want. Oh, oh. The biggest comeback in Super Bowl history away from being Super Bowl champion, Matt Ryan, too.
0: Brando. Pat, would you say Drew Brees or Matt Ryan is generational?
1: Both. Both have MVPs.
2: And John. Pat, I have a question for you. Is Cam Newton a generational talent?
1: I mean, yes. yes, yes. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl MVP. Look
0: at the stats, dog. He has a Super Bowl.
1: Look look at the stats.
0: Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a
1: Super Bowl, and then people were like, "Joe Flacco Flacco is elite." On Buffalo Rumblings. What a great exchange.
2: (laughs) Uh, Welcome back to not another Buffalo podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. Got the whole crew back again, hey. so uh, that's doing good. Hope all you guys listen had a good Father's Day weekend. Um, hopefully you're not in one of the areas of the country like I am right now where it's consistently above 98 degrees, and the heat index is like 110. So uh, did it cool off up there over the weekend? I think my parents said it did Yeah, a it was bit. like
1: 70 degrees, maybe 60. Oh, but it's like Friday.
2: perfect. It's like a little chilly. I wish
0: it was maybe 75 because I'm more like, uh, I like shorts, t-shirts, but this is like a long sleeve and shorts. Yes. Or shorts that's, and a hoodie kind of thing. That's that's yeah.
2: perfect. See, Buffalo summers are undefeated. You know, as much as us people who are like kind of south love the winters because we randomly get days or even sometimes weeks in the middle of winter where it's like 60 degrees or even 70 at some points during January, which is crazy. Yeah. You know, Buffalo summer is early when it's, when it's like grueling hot down here and you can't even go outside uh, without dripping wet and sweat and it never evaporates because it's so damn humid then that that's when you miss Buffalo. So I always try to make a point to uh, make it up there for some point during the summer. So uh,
0: it's been really nice. I, I've i lived near Delaware Park for like a year now and I have yet, except this week. This is the first week that I got to go around the park and take a walk and ride my bike all through there. And I felt like an idiot for living here for a year and not doing it sooner. Cause it was like, it's such a beautiful area. The green, the golf courses right here, the the water by Buff state and everything. It's just one of those places that like you can just, Kind of just like check out, and it's beautiful. Um, but it's better than being 95 and sunny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Especially when you're trying to mow your lawn or, or something like that. But, uh, but Pat, how you doing? Uh, we uh, we're taping this episode earlier in the day, so it, it's kind of it's not Charlotte Pier, yay or nay season. No, no.
1: I'll probably hop on the bicycle. Did you take a walk yesterday on the Charlotte Pier? Um, trying to think what day yesterday was. Oh, it was Sunday. No, <laughs> I, uh, no, I took a walk at the uh, Caprio family farm uh, yesterday. Nice, nice. That's I was good. out there, out there Saturday. So, very nice. Very. What nice. about you, Johnny? You were about to get on the golf course, right? Did you uh, get out there? I did. did I, I
2: got out there on Friday. Oh, terrible! <laughs> it was my first time keeping score Uh-oh. for the year, so I went out once and played eighteen by myself. Uh, one day. And this time I just played nine and it, it was 98 degrees, sunny oh, and humid. Brutal. So, uh, but there was actually a, a little bit of a breeze. How many water bottles do you go through? Uh, I had 10 beers. Let's see, those, <laughs> so no, 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 God, that's a good way to end up in a hospital with an IV yeah. in your arm. Um, no, I had, I had some of those Yeti. Uh, things really nice. so those Yeti thermoses yeah. I had 3 of those full plus a water bottle all in an ice cooler and I finished them all so nice. uh, and on 9 holes nonetheless so there was a little bit of a breeze and I was obviously playing with a cart and not walking so I didn't die um but yeah plenty of plenty of triple bogeys to go around surprisingly I actually like I wasn't usually what I do is my short game is fine and then you know I hit the driver 75 yards to the right but it was the complete opposite this really? time so for the first time anyway well, uh, we got a good topic to uh, talk about today. We already made our picks for the AFC division winners and losers, so we're going to do the same for the NFC today, just to document it um, before the season starts. And uh, what was our bet that we came up with last time? Are we mailing each other food? Food and golf, right? Food and golf. Food and yeah, golf. Yeah. Okay, that's that. That's good. At least buying each other around a round of golf. Because
0: like, if there's two of us, right? If one person wins, you know, and there's two losers, one person gets food, one person gets golf. Is that, or, you know, something like that.
2: And I will be up there at the end of August. So Nice. That's enough time to do some stuff. Yeah. Including a
0: potential preseason game. Yes. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. I, I have to see what day those are coming out. Also, uh, Pat and I will have an album coming out <laughs> on, when, on August 26th. Nice. So uh, so that'll be fun. We'll have to do some kind of yeah. little event for that at a local establishment or something.
1: Yeah. Why don't you guys come out to the crew? I think it would be a good time. So. Yeah. Can we yeah, do
2: like... Yeah, uh, we gotta, we, I haven't seen Pat's place yet, so we got to do can it. we do like a you
0: guys are like doing a jam session, and it's like a Buffalo rumblings, like season kickoff, like promote the album, promote the podcast, yeah. like get some food.
2: That that's like George Costanza. Worlds are colliding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are colliding, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry for getting so off topic here, guys. But uh, <laughs> all right, division picks. Um, I'll run through our AFC picks really quick. AFC East, you guys picked Bills and Jets as the winners and losers. Obviously, Bills, winners, Jets, losers. I picked Bills, Patriots. AFC North, Ravens, Browns across the board. Um, You can guess what order those are in. AFC South, for the winner, I picked the Colts. For the loser, I picked Texans. Brando had the Titans as the winners and the losers as the Texans. And Pat picked the Titans and Tanny Wheels to win, along with the uh, the Jags and last Tanny Wheels. Training Wheels.
1: Training Wheels till that Malik Willis takes them to... You know, promise a land
2: back. Or somebody on the practice squad uh, intercepts him and he loses it. And uh, Pat had Jags to uh, lose that division. And then AFC West I had uh, Chiefs to win, Chargers to lose. Brando had Chargers to win and Raiders to lose. And Pat had Chiefs to win and Broncos to lose. So had some good variants there. So let's get started with the NFC East. Brandon, do you have uh, the records of these guys pulled up from last season?
1: The NFC East. Yeah, arguably... Some may call it the worst division in
2: football. It certainly has been the most disappointing division. Like if you take like the last 20 years, you know, cause there was that phase in the, like the, I want to say late two thousands where the NFC West was by far the worst. Yes. Um, for a couple of years there, but yeah, NFC East has consistently been bad. Like every three years where we're wondering who with a losing record is going to make it into the playoffs by winning the NFC East.
0: All right, you ready? I got them right here. So we got last place was the New Jersey Giants, finishing at four and thirteen. The Washington Commanders finished seven and ten. Eagles coming in second at nine and eight, and the Cowboys taking the division at twelve and five. Fun fact about the Cowboys in that division: they finished with a six and zero division record and an eight and two conference record. So they beat up on the teams in their division.
2: Interesting to see how the Cowboys will do this year. They kind of have this. on off pattern going on where they have a disappointing season every other year, right?
1: Well, I think they've won the, I, th- I want to say they've won their division, what, three of the past four years? So
0: there was a yeah. stat for a while though that the, that didn't have a back to back division champion in the NFC East for quite some time, right? Cause it was for, I before believe so. this string of success yeah. that the Cowboys have had with Dak.
2: Let me look this up really quick. Okay. I can read the, uh, the last, Ten years of uh, NFC East champions here. Scroll down Wikipedia. All right, last year was the Cowboys. The year before that was the Washington Football Team. Uh, believe it or not, that was seven Commies. and nine, seven and nine to win that division. Um, that was the year that they, yeah, uh, almost beat Brady, in the almost t- uh, yeah, in the wild card round. a Super Bowl. Eagles, Eagles in twenty nineteen, Cowboys in twenty eighteen. Eagles in 2017 Cowboys in 2016. So yeah. So nobody has won that division two years in a row All since right. 2003, 2004, when the Eagles won it four times in a row from 01 to 04. So yeah, if that trend continues, then it would be not the Cowboys, but looking at some of these other teams, I'm not so sure. So Pat, who you got for your uh, winner and loser of that division
1: fly Eagles fly. Um, oh yeah, let me tell you what, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts coming into year three, now I will say this man should not be your leading rusher again. That is a little bit embarrassing. Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, come on boys. But I just, I really think that he follows a similar trajectory to Josh Allen. And now that, um, you know, they were able to get AJ Brown in there to be a nice, you know, I guess I would say one a to one B of Devonte Smith and Jordan Davis, um, picking up him. He's a monster of a man in the interior defensive line out of Georgia in the first round. I, I think the Eagles take that next step. Don't tell my dad, he'll be, he'll be kind of upset. But um, yeah, I, I would say the <laughs> Eagles to win definitely, and even though the New York Giants have just absolute horrible, just just disgustingly, well, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to rag on them too bad, but the Giants roster is terrible, but they still don't lose the division because Brian Dable is their coach. So I think WFT falls to last place in the division. Eagles on top, WFT on the bottom. Damn. Well,
2: I'm just gonna go ahead and say that that was actually my picks too. Um, I have the Eagles as the surprise favorite. Cause I, I want to say that the Cowboys are favored to win this division. I would imagine they're favored. Yeah, no Pat, I'm with you. I mean, they, uh, they had a kind of a stinker of a playoff game against the Tampa Bay bucks, but yeah, honestly, the reason why I'm not picking the Cowboys to win is Mike McCarthy. And uh, don't tell my dad because he's a huge Mike McCarthy. Fan. Really, <laughs> for
1: some reason,
0: yes. Why? I don't know why. Mr. Coors, what's going on, man? What, what is he it? looks
1: like a he looks like your guy next door who's grilling. Like he seems like a very approachable guy. Right. Right. That's that's probably why.
0: <laughs> See, I don't know if I agree with you guys here.
2: That's that's good actually. Yes. Are you going to pick the Cowboys to win? While I'm looking, this I just up?
0: think that. I mean, think about it. What they finished with nine wins. The Eagles finished nine and eight with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And do you think yep. the linebacker? What? What is his name? Nicobe Dean. Ready. Right? These are the these are some players that the Eagles have added. Nicobe Dean draft James Bradbury cornerback. They signed him. They traded for AJ Brown. Uh, what did they end up sending over? It was just a first round pick, right? So they didn't lose any first roster round, players. Yeah. And they had Devontae Smith considered. Um. So they have two good offensive wide receivers. Hasan Reddick as a pass rusher. They put a lot of money into their defense. Do you think that brings enough to close the gap to three wins? And do you think that losing some players for the Cowboys drop them down? Because I feel like they could end up tying for the division. Like I, I don't know. It could be a coin flip. But I am I mean, going to pick Dak because I think Dak is better than Hurts. I think he, he's just a better passer. I'm going to pick the better quarterback when I think the teams are tied. Uh, but I will also go with Washington at last. So Cowboys and Washington are my two picks. I think it's going to be close though with the Eagles. They're they're a team yeah. to watch.
2: Yeah, if you are making points for the Cowboys as well, they're also returning Dan Quinn, who had a huge effect on their defense last year. Cowboys defense hasn't been great over the last few years. Um, but this last season, they were a huge step up from where they were the season before. So that's that's a point in their favor, I feel like. And yes, I, I would agree that Dak is... Close to echelons above where Jalen Hurts is at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. So a quarterback goes to Cowboys. Defense probably still goes to the Cowboys at this it's point. It's
0: close, though. I think the Eagles really closed the gap.
2: I'm going to take Nick Sirianni uh, heads over. Um, Mike Malarkey. Uh,
1: Mike McCarthy. Mike, Mike I agree. <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Well, I mean, Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl champ, though, and he has been in the league for just about as long as Nick Sirianni has been alive, I will say. That's true. I'll just say that he's on that list of coaches who actively
2: hurt their team's chances by their in-game decisions, which again, isn't always detrimental. Like there's plenty of coaches that struggle with game management that their teams still get wins. Like Sean McDermott's never been the best with that. Um, you know, Bill Belichick's the best coach in his division probably, and they're not going to win this year. I don't think or even be close. So well, I I don't want to give Nick Sirianni too much credit.
1: Yeah, let's not bury the Pats either, quite yet. I just—that's <laughs> true.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. By the way, sorry. I did find those odds really quick. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are favored at plus one twenty. The Eagles are second at plus two hundred. So not a huge difference there, but you know, not as not as close as some of these other divisions are for. Uh,
0: that's that's a good bet, plus, plus two hundred for the Eagles.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's bad. Uh, Commanders at plus five hundred and Giants at plus six hundred. Anyway, uh, we got. NFC North up next. Brandon, what are their records from last All year? All right.
0: Finishing in the cellar, my Detroit Lions at 3 and 13, 0 and 8 on the road. Real bad. Real bad. Uh, <laughs> the Bears 6 and 11, Vikings 8 and 9, Packers 13 and 4. None of the teams went undefeated in the division, with the Vikings and the Packers both going 4 and 2 in the division. And even the Lions pulled two wins out of the division this year some uh, interesting tidbits for you.
2: So historically um, I got their past few years pulled up. The last time the Packers lost the division was 2018 when the bears went 12 and four. Mitchell Trubisky.
1: Yeah. I I believe um, that was the double doink year, right? Where they lost in the playoffs at the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, this is also the the Vikings have had um, a 12 win and a 13 win season within what the past five years or six years. I Uh, want to say they're,
2: 2015, they went 11 and five and won the division. And 2017, they went 13 and three. I believe that is also the uh, the Digs uh, Minas- Minneapolis yes. Miracle uh, season. And then they yes. lost the NFC Championship uh, at the Eagles. Also for for that one, and that was the year that Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl.
1: But all right, Pat, you want to go first again for this one? Yeah, all right. I think when you're talking about coaches that hurt their teams. Um, I think that Mike Zimmer has held this team back a lot. Um, you know, he's an angry dad with a American flag sticker on the back of his 2001 Ford Ranger that is immaculately taken care of inside and out. It's detailed. Um, that being said, I don't think, I mean, and the other thing I want to say about this Vikings team is I think that offensively speaking, they have, don't get me wrong. The Packers are going to win the division. Don't, don't, don't get me too hype on the, on the Vikings train, but I mean, you have Adam Thielen, you have, Justin Jefferson, and you have KJ Osborne, University of Buffalo product, three wide receivers that really shine. In addition to Dalvin Cook, which when he's healthy, I think, in all league player. That being said, I think the Vikings do, you know, snag a wild card spot with Mr. Kevin O'Connell now in the coaching position here, head coach. But I, th- I think the Packers are still on top. You know, it doesn't matter, Matt Lafleur. You know, whether it's it, it's big chubby Mike down there in Dallas, it doesn't matter who's at the coaching helm as long as Aaron Rodgers is under center. This team can't lose the division. That being said, I think the Lions are still in last. Um, they haven't really done anything to improve the roster. I think more so than anything, too, I'll be intrigued to see how Justin Fields does in Chicago. I think he's someone that has a lot of potential, but, you know, maybe just doesn't have the pieces around him right now. So Packers on top lines on bottom. Watch out for the Vikings. I think they make a wild card run. But what about you? Brando.
2: Very nice. Uh brando you wanna you wanna respond to that Lions? Um I would love to. <laughs> uh
1: well, I
0: want to say that I agree with it. if Aaron Rodgers is quarterback there winning the division. It's not gonna be a question. Even as they lose Devontae Adams, where they added Sammy Watkins, they have uh what's his face? Yeah, there? they
1: lost MVS though too. Uh, they got Alan Lazard. Lazard. I've always good. liked Lazard. Um and uh what's his name? John Tanyan. If he comes back, he's he's pretty nice. Good, So I'm going to pick them to be first. But here's my question. The Lions
0: have gotten a lot of buzz for this, which is silly. First of all, I think it's stupid. They are plus 1100 to win their division. uh, And they, you know, every year you see teams go first to worst to first. Uh, Last year, you saw the Bengals do it and run all the way back to the Super Bowl. Um, They had injuries the previous year. Uh, They went worst to their division to first place. The, I was looking at the divisions. So we have the Jets, the Ravens, the Jags, the Broncos, the Giants, the Lions, the Panthers, and the Seahawks all is the last place team. And uh, the Lions are not going to go worst to first. I think it's going to be the
2: Ravens. Yeah, I think the Ravens yeah. are probably the best yeah. pick for that. I mean, that's that's pretty Broncos easy.
0: Broncos could surprise some people, but they have the Chiefs in their division. So
2: And the Chargers and Raiders, honestly. Yeah.
0: You know. uh, but I'm not so. going to pick the Lions to finish last. I think the Bears will finish last because... Justin Fields didn't get enough time to get some reps last year the way that he should have. Uh, so they're really gonna go in. You know, he's like twenty percent into his rookie season already. So we still have to see some growth here. You know, I hope they don't think he's gonna come out and light it up right away, temper the expectations for him. And that does not mean that they will be bad, but I I don't think you can expect a lot from him to start the season. And uh, you know, I'm not a big Bears fan ever. So I'm gonna put them to be last and I think the Lions will finish above the Bears. The Vikings will come in second. Like you said, Pat, they could finish in a wild card spot and the Packers to be first.
2: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the obvious choice of the Packers in first. I think it'll be closer than years past. And, you know, you might see this Packers team pull out wins in different ways than you usually see, you know, when you're lacking a receiver like Devontae Adams. But, you know, I guess we'll really see if it really is Aaron Rodgers elevating his receivers or his receivers, like if it yeah. if you know, we're really going to find out how good Devontae Adams is, you know, with, you know, he's going to have a smaller target share regardless of who's thrown to him. Uh, um, no, since agree. the, since the Raiders have a, a much deeper wide receiver core. Um, but for my basement team, I'm actually going to take the Vikings here. Uh, first year head coach, I think Kirk cousins has been playing above his head for a few years now. And if he actually, you know, plays down to his basement, uh, they're going to be in trouble. So, uh, You know, I don't don't know. They're in this weird kind of spot where they don't really have, you know, the pieces to make a run at this point, but they're not quite rebuilding. It doesn't take much to take a... What was their record last year again, Brandon? Eight and nine. Eight and nine. So, I mean, I would expect them to be... And they lost a lot of
1: close games. A lot of close games. They actually lost, I want to say, three or four games on like a last-second field goal. That's true. But I think that's
2: true of the Lions as well. I mean, they lost... I, I there's only the only
1: way to go if you're the Lions is up at, at this point. So. Yeah. And you got to admit having PC principal as your coach, I think is a really, you know, I, 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 I really like, you know, I, I think that big Dan over there is doing a good job. So. <laughs> you can't
0: talk about <laughs> Dan Campbell and be yawning, man. That guy drinks like nine <laughs> cups of coffee a day. He's he on does. record saying he just drinks coffee from the second he wakes up until he needs to go to bed because he's got that much energy. He's ready to run through walls. He brings energy to Detroit. <laughs>
1: no, I, I I like Dan Campbell though. I think he's. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, <laughs> it's a fun culture. It's a fun culture. It's not necessarily a winning culture, but it's a, it definitely be a fun place to work. I think that's true. It's like a, it's a little bit of Rex Ryan, but a little bit more positive. Oh um,
0: come yeah. on! You cannot compare this guy to Rex Ryan. That is so insulting. I'm, oh I'm no, Come on, big Dan. Big Dan
1: was cry- big Dan would be crying after losses and stuff. Like I mean, I love that. I re- I love that for him. But. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, hopefully he cries a little bit
2: less this season. Yes. Again, I think it might be a toss up for, for who's bottom of the base. It could be the bears too. Honestly, any three of these teams could finish last. Anyway, uh, next up, sorry, we're falling a little bit behind here. Uh, NFC South where we finished last year, Brandon.
0: NFC South. We finished with the Panthers at five and 12, the Falcons seven and 10, the saints nine and eight and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 13 and four again, Looking at the division records, they're all four and two or two and four. So nobody swept except, you know, the ageless Tom Brady leading the way again.
1: True.
2: All right. So let me ask you this. Anybody here think that the Bucks are not going to win this division this
1: year? Well, I think that the New Orleans Saints are a little bit of a sleeper here, boys. Jameis. Um, you got to think. They got Jarvis Juice on board. Um, they got a fully healthy Jameis Winston. Knock on wood. He doesn't destroy his lower body again. I mean, they got Tyron Matthew. On defense. Um, I'm still going to pick the Bucks, but I think the Saints, um, they're one of those other NFC playoff teams. Um, I don't know. Other than the and Saints. And if there's think, one
2: team that Tom Brady struggles against, yeah. it's the Saints. He's no, gotten blown they, out they split, twice in the last two years. Well, they him. went 2 yeah. 1 the in the last two playoffs.
1: Years. But the Saints swept him that regular season. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think bucks on top. And as much as I love Matt rule, and I think like, he's like a sitcom dad. And if Matt rule was my coach, if he was my high school football coach, I would, I would, I wouldn't even care if we lost every single game. He just seems like a very jolly dude. Like it doesn't matter. Marcus Mariota is better than anyone else. The Panthers can trot out there at quarterback, which is not saying much, but, um, I have heard that, um, Oh God, what's his name? That kid from Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter. I'll be all right. Yes. <laughs> Desmond, yep. Desmond Ritter. Really, I mean, I don't want to say generational at all, but um, we can't toss that word around. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> I'm looking into the camera like Jim Halper from The Office. Yes,
1: um, but Desmond Ritter, <laughs> in addition, um, this is a really great draft class. Um, You, you also have Juice Gardner um, on the Jets, but I, the only way the Atlanta Falcons don't lose more than 10 games is Desmond Ritter has a crazy season, but Panthers in the cellar, Bucks on top. Saints for the wild card spot. I don't know. What do you think, Brando? Uh, it's definitely Bucks on top.
0: Even as much as it pains me to say. There's nobody else in this division got that much better besides... And you cannot... I don't think a draft class is going to really swing you. You got to go four wins, four more wins. And uh, yeah. I mean, Jameis might play better if he gets this full season and can actually like be settled into his role. But it's got to be... I mean, who's playing for Carolina? What do they do? They get Christian McCaffrey for a season? No. They might
1: pull trash, trash. He's the he's the less talented version of Ed McCaffrey. Sorry. <laughs> but uh <laughs> it's like I almost pulled that sound bite from every other episode
2: that you said
0: that <laughs> uh but it's kind of one of those like who where is this gonna be changing? Like how's this change at all? Nobody got that much better, but teams could have got worse. So give me probably the exact same finish the way that it finished this year. Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, Carolina.
2: All right, you guys are both taking the Panthers
1: for the bottom team. I'm going to take the Falcons. I mean, I guess Matt, Matt Corral also could play really well for them. I guess that's something that I didn't think about as well. Um, but, but yeah, I'm I'm
2: taking uh, Falcons for my basement pick on that one. All right, last one, NFC West. All right, well,
0: you know, let me give you the rundown. Run. Watch
1: out for the Cardinals. They're going to have a lot of cap space because someone on that team is not getting paid. Oh, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> No, <laughs> Pat um, has
2: his uh Pat has his list of players that he absolutely loves, and then a random list of players that he absolutely cannot stand. I cannot. Stand uh, they, there's it. no um, in between. It's Pat, well,
1: Pat's polarized player list. Yes, I, I could write this out at some point, but um on the bright side, they don't have to pay Christian Kirk. Um, that being That's said, true. you know who I think is going to win the division? It's a sleeper. He's um he's a big boy under center who got to watch um from one of the greatest and most handsome. Um, he's got a pretty he's got a pretty waiting. decent <laughs> he's got a pretty decent offensive line in front of him. Um, he's got some really great dual threat wide receivers. I think Brandon Ayuk really breaks out this year. Niners on top of the West. Um, unfortunately, it's a league of quarterbacks. I, I and I love Pete Carroll. You know, he's, he's one of the greats. You know, winning it in the NCAA, winning it in the NFL, but. Seattle Seahawks seller dwellers, San Francisco, 49ers, top of the West, Super Bowl champs, Los Angeles Rams. I think, uh, I don't know. They still could be very good. They still, I mean, you're looking at this. I mean, you had three teams with 10 or more wins in this division, but Niners on top Trey Lance offensive player of the year, possibly. So we'll see. Wow. You're going to put that in the same breath as Josh Allen. Yes. Yes. What? he's physically he's physically bigger than Josh Allen I think Josh Allen is a better player but I think he's going to catch a lot of people off guard just like Lamar in his second season or like Pat Mahomes in his second season so we'll see but Niners on top Seahawks you don't think
0: that it could be like the same kind of thing with Justin Fields where Trey Lance only threw what five TDs six picks last year like he barely got to he barely got to touch the field so you're kind of looking at you he might have like a Josh-esque rookie season where he's not lighting it up but that doesn't mean he doesn't have the character traits to win. But do
1: you think do you think Josh still I mean because I don't know I don't know how you feel about having the opportunity cuz Trey Lance did. I think he started two games went 1 and 1. Okay. Do you think Josh Allen plays as poorly as he does? And I don't want to say poorly cuz he really did have a great rookie season. We enjoyed him. But do you think he plays like he does his rookie year his second year if he got to watch someone who was relatively good his first year?
0: Considering Jimmy G was not that good. And I think they're relatively, <laughs> they're relatively good. I mean, Alex Smith wasn't that good <laughs> but either. Alex though, Smith's but... better than Jimmy G. <laughs> true, true. And I think but, uh, yeah. Alex Smith is like the personal, just like nicest guy. He's coaching Pat Mahomes. He's coaching. Like he's like a, is Jimmy G coaching or is he going on dates with porn stars? Like, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't know I if mean, you can leave that in
0: or not, true.
2: but uh, it's the truth. <laughs> I just, I, I just wish we had video of how offended Pat looked when you insulted Jimmy G. <laughs> I'm offended <laughs> that you compared
1: him to Josh Allen, Trey Lance to Josh Allen. Like, I'm, I'm offended. Physically speaking, physically speaking, but no, I agree. I think Jimmy G might not be the nicest guy, but he doesn't have to be because he's extremely handsome. <laughs> but um.
0: <laughs> there should be a, a, yeah, right. like a a bottle of tequila somewhere where that. Anytime Jimmy G gets called handsome on this show, Pat's got a drink. So just yeah.
1: to, just to, just to review here, who do you have on top and who do you have on the bottom of this? That's a good question. Sorry. I don't know. I, I got to yeah. go. Hey, with... Do you want to,
2: do you want to read their records too? I forgot to ask you to do that really quick and then make it. Yeah. Play.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we fit, we got the Seahawks finished seven and 10 Niners finished 10 and seven Cardinals finished 11 and six Rams finished 12 and five. And again, they beat each other up in the division. The Cardinals had the best division record at four and two, but then you got the Rams at three and three, the Seahawks, Seahawks at three and three and the Niners at two and four. So I, I'm not going to put the Niners number one. I, I, this division has the potential to finish out the exact same way it did last year with True. the Rams on top Cardinals and Niners might flip. Cause I think the Niners might get another division game. You know, they might be able to pull a, a three and three division record, uh, especially with the Seahawks really going to step back this year. So we might see, two or three three win teams again out of here i will not put the niners last i will not do that they could finish second or third but the seahawks are going to be last so i want the Rams first seahawks
2: last yeah those are my picks
1: too as i'm writing this in on my chart unless geno smith is comeback player of the year and just have like a straight (laughs) up like randall cunningham season at like 31 years old but yeah
2: yeah it's a it's a tough sell and it's it's interesting because the rams really like they were very up and down last season throughout the season and we kind of forget about it because they won the super bowl but yeah didn't they lost three or four games in a row i want to say something like that they had some stretches um but yeah the cardinals were the last undefeated team in football last year if you remember yeah, that which is kind of hard to believe weren't they 10 and 0 or 9 and 0 i think they got to seven before they lost i was gonna say eight so i mean seven eight
0: nine ten something in there yeah let's yeah, take a look yeah. like halfway Some through season. somewhere
1: yeah it's um yeah so they made it to seven and oh and then they were eight and one at one point
2: anyway that that's a vision so we didn't have any worse to first picks in there right
0: i don't think so except the ravens and the AFC, nothing in the NFC. because
2: we've got eagles Packers, bucks rams Cuy- yeah so no no cellar dwellers coming back here but uh Do we have any uh, sneaky candidates in the NFC? So who were all the losers last year, Brandon? Can you read those off for the NFC? Yeah,
0: Seahawks, Panthers, Lions, Giants. I mean, one might say the Giants if they like pull a horseshoe out of their bosoms.
1: Yeah, I mean, they are coached well. Who knows? Maybe...
2: if, if you want to say that Daniel Jones has been coached terribly his entire career and has enough to raise his ceiling a significant amount and uh, raise his floor more importantly, probably. You know, he's not one of the bottom five quarterbacks in the league. I think he's right around where you might, like right below Baker Mayfield, maybe in that Pat and I were talking about this, maybe this like 25 to 26 range, 23, 24.
1: It's, I think the other part with Daniel Jones too is that his offensive stars, if you will, which he doesn't really is. He really has no offensive support. And I think that, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see, especially what a, a healthy Saquon does for him here. And, um, you know, whether Ingram really steps it up or not, I, I think there's a lot of factors at play. And also his coach last year was acting like a modified football coach, making players do Oklahoma drills, like first yeah. day of training camp. So And
2: I, running quarterback sneaks on like third and six from his yes, own four yard yes. line, just so we could punt, you know, so... I guess, I guess, again, like we're looking at the Ralph Kruger effect here, you know, <laughs> you know, take that coach yeah, away and see how, f- see
1: how much h- farther up the ceiling goes. So but. I think the only way that there's a um, team that goes from, I wouldn't say worst to first, but worse to a playoff scenario is either, um, you know, you have Matt Corral in Carolina plays out of his skull or Desmond Ritter in Atlanta plays out of his skull. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would,
2: I would take the, uh, maybe the Lions sneaking in at nine and eight or something like that might be might be a decent candidate i
1: mean statistically jerichkov wasn't even that bad as like the thing that people like his stats really aren't that bad oh, they lost a, a lot of
0: close games their defense wasn't great so they and they added a lot of players so they could they could make a jump but i don't think it's a jump that is gonna be like that
2: next level well, we'll say... i mean roster wise again they don't really stack up super well even this year um with one year of improvement over last year but Take a, take a look at the 2017 Bills roster that went nine and seven and, and snuck into a wild card spot. I mean, you're looking at number one receiver. Who was, I mean, Calvin Benjamin, Robert Foster, maybe? Robert yeah, Foster Benjamin. and, uh, what's it, like, Deontay uh, um, Thompson?
1: What's it, uh, Deontay
2: Thompson? Zay Jones was your best wide receiver on that team, probably. So it can be done. It can be done. Um, but they're going to, they're going to need, they're needed. They need to do something well. Like the two thousand seventeen
1: Bills had a good defense at least. Well, and I uh, think that, that won them a lot of games. If you look at it logically speaking, if you wanna if you wanna get the entire city of Buffalo really, really, really upset, you could say, Uh oh, all right, well the Detroit Lions tied the Pittsburgh Steelers, which would put them on the same level of talent and performance of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Meanwhile, the Pittsburgh Steelers did beat the Buffalo Bills. So are the Detroit Lions better than the Buffalo Bills? Obviously not, but I mean... Wow, I think think you should leave
0: that as the title of
1: the show, John. (laughs) Are the Detroit Lions better (laughs) than the Buffalo Bills? By that same
2: logic, every single year that the... I mean, the Bills beat the Patriots in years that they won the Super like Bowl. Like three I times mean, total in true. 20 years. And yeah. the
1: Jaguars apparently are better than the Bills, though, too, by this, this yes, logic Yes, exactly.
2: So. Modus tollens. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God! All right. Well, do we have a... Uh, we might have to finish this up before we get to quotes with Pat.
1: How do you guys I'll feel you, about that? I'll give or, you or one you wanna, quote. I'll give you one quote. What's the... We got all um, the
0: divisions. We're done with the divisions.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll, give, yeah. I'll give you one inflammatory quote. Um, I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. That being said, I hate the state of Michigan.
0: There's a lot of lion lion talk here today. I and I don't know if it's good yeah, or bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean Dan Campbell Lion's snoozing talk, when he's drinking coffee all day. A,
1: and I love you big Dan. I hate the state <laughs> of Michigan. Right, so
2: this this person this person is from Detroit. Football player,
1: right? Yes, yes. NFL Played player. at Notre Dame in
2: college. You know, that, that that doesn't help me that much, but
1: one of the greatest uh, damers. Got drafted by the Los Angeles Rams. When he left the Rams, it was a blockbuster trade. Oh, uh,
2: Eric Dickerson. Oh,
1: Jared Goff? No, no. Early, early. This player oh, okay. actually won his final career game in Detroit. It's not Eric Dickerson. Antoine Randall L threw a touchdown in this game.
2: Oh man, we're really going back. What position? What is does final this game in the play? city
1: of Detroit. Skill position. Okay. Even though he looks like he should be a lineman, he's a skill position player. Steven Jackson. Right position. This man has no love for the city of Detroit or the state He's of Michigan. He's a running back Apparently, played for the Rams. He's a running back. Played for the Rams. Played for another team that Antoine randall was on where he won a Super Bowl. Pittsburgh. He beat the Seattle Seahawks in this Super Bowl that was played in Detroit. It's not Jerome Bettis. Yeah, it is Jerome Bettis. Really? You, oh, would think would you would think he would have more love for Detroit, but apparently not. Wow. But, the well, bus. We can get to the other two. The bus goals. does not um, stop in Detroit, episode, I guess. Does not, apparently. <laughs> Alright, hit us, hit us with another one. We can't stop now. All right. So this one, this was the one that I was like, I don't know if I should leave this in the, <laughs> the show or not. This is probably the quote that has aged this is probably, I've never seen a quote that has aged this badly in my entire life. Well, if, if you hear organ
2: music after this in the, uh, in the podcast it wasn't good enough <laughs> to leave in. But anyway, pack and so so you just
0: haven't listened to any of uh, Nick Wright at all if you haven't heard any bad aged yes. takes.
1: I try to act as a man of character. If no one is watching or the whole world is watching. I try to act as a man of character. If no one is watching or the whole world is watching. It's obviously Deshaun Watson, right? All right. All right. I'll give you one more boys. It was either him or OJ. (laughs) I'll give you one more. All right. There were nine mistakes made ahead of me. I will make sure over the next decade or so that they will know they've made a mistake. All right. What's the worst quarterback taken at number 10? It's Josh Rosen. It's Josh Rosen. Yes. I was oh, going to be nice. like son <laughs> yeah. of an orthopedic surgeon who was a tennis star before he decided to play at UCLA. Poorly.
0: He kind of has like Djokovic looks too. He does. He's he does look like He's like skinny tall guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are some That's going to be the what could have been Pat.
0: for my my like sports takes. Remember I told you the worst sports take I ever had was Nate Peterman. Closely to that was wanting him on the Bills. Well, it's did Josh you know
1: Rosen. um Aaron Lodgers has only ever lost twice at Lambeau while leading at halftime. And one of those losses was to Josh Rosen. So Wow. Really, yeah, that's It's just like fact. Nate Peterman has the highest scoring Pittsburgh Panthers offense of all time in a season. So, you know, whatever stats can be misleading. but It's
2: true. Five interceptions and a half is a yes. pretty good indicator. <laughs> yeah, but wins
0: are not a quarterback stat. No. There we go.
2: There no. we go. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter, at NotBuffPodcast. Uh, thanks, you guys, for listening. Uh, make sure you vote in our poll which we'll have up. Um, hey, who won the last one? Oh, Brandon. By Brando. the landslide. <laughs> hey, Pat. Woo. Pat was uh, nipping at your butt, though, at the end there. Pat, uh, you and Pat got the majority of the votes. Anthony and I uh, finished dead last. Um, well, I finished dead last. Anybody team.
0: who's got Fred Jackson on their team is done. Yeah, that's what
2: back. I do if I threw Fred He in almost there. didn't qualify for the hypothetical. Like, when Pat picked him, I was like,
1: hmm. He was, You have to be a preseason hero. He here. had a good preseason.
2: He had, he had a, good preseason, a good preseason, but yeah. the, the thing was, like, players that did not pan out.
1: Was it? Was that in oh, the description?
0: Yeah. Yes. I guess Fred right. did pan out a little yes, bit. Yes, a
1: little bit. Well, did he play in a playoff game though, boys? <laughs> what did he say? Did he play in a playoff game though? No. No.
0: no. True? But anyway. <laughs> that means a whole generation didn't pan out. That's true. Pretty
1: much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you again on Friday. And until then, go Bills. Go
1: Bills. Go Bills.